Hello, and welcome to the sixth ever episode of Tea Time with Tori. Before we get started today, I would just like to take a moment and say thank you so much to those of you who reached out about my last episode, uh, the fifth episode of Tea Time with Tori, about creating a loving relationship with your body. Um, I got some really beautiful feedback about that. Um, First of all, it seems that you guys really liked and enjoyed the background music that I chose, um, that I had found online, and I really appreciate that so much. So I think I'm going to continue to keep that as a part of my episodes moving forward, because I think it kind of creates a nice ambiance and fills things up a little bit, and people tended to agree from what I heard, so that was wonderful, thank you. And another piece of feedback that really inspired and moved me was... I got a couple people telling me that they appreciated me being more vulnerable and sharing my story, especially in relationship to my own body and the struggles that I went through to get to where I am now, where I truly do love and have a very healthy relationship with my body. And I wanted to say thank you for that because not only is that very meaningful and, you know, kind of empowering for me to hear that, you know, my emotional honesty means something to other people and matters and raises their vibration and kind of makes them feel better and able to share in turn their own story, but I think it's a testament moreover to the power that there is in vulnerability, and it's something that I am very much so an advocate for, it's something that I really believe in and I bring up a lot in this podcast. It's such a gift, not only to yourself but to others, to be open You know, once you reach that place in your healing and your comfort level where you start to share what you've been through, your journey, how you got to where you are, how you're here, I think that can be something that not only opens up dialogue with others, but encourages the healing of others. So, you know, thank you so much for that feedback. It really warmed my heart and meant a lot. And I think, as I've mentioned before once or twice, the beauty for me in doing this podcast is that it really is a give and take. You know, I talk about some of the things I've been through that I have learned, that I've come across, in the hopes of inspiring one person. And, you know, one, two, three, four, five people come to me, uh, reach out to me, and share some of their stories, their experiences, how it helped them and moved them. And to me, it creates this beautiful back-and-forth relationship that I really think is the heart and the strength of this podcast. So thank you endlessly for that. And as I always say, never, never hesitate to reach out to me with any ideas, questions, feedback. I would love to hear it all. And that having been said, something that I began doing um, in the past few episodes and I want to continue moving forward is to keep up that emotional honesty and talk about how I follow my own guidelines and my own advice that I put out in my episodes. So... As I said in the fifth episode, if you caught it, if you didn't, either way, it's all good. Um, We talked a little bit about creating a healthy relationship with your body, a loving relationship. And the three things that I put out there were to focus on health, especially health as opposed to weight or weight loss, Um, to physically see your body, to touch your body, to feel it, and to have dialogue with your body, to talk to your body and to thank it for all the things that it does for you to keep you moving throughout the day, to keep you energized and going from place to place. So I'd like to take a quick minute and reflect on how I've been working through those three pointers. So focusing on health is something that I've been doing 
a lot more intensively and a lot more consciously or mindfully lately. Um, I think sometimes, especially in an academic setting, as I was finishing off the semester, even from home, given the circumstances of corona, um, I kind of would get in my head and get so swamped with work and busy work and doing, you know, filling out documents, whatever it was, um, assessments, tests, that I kind of took a step out of my body, if that makes sense, kind of got stuck in my head and didn't really listen intuitively to my body's needs. And I got to this place where I realized it matters to really dive into health and to focus on health because it really does raise your energy, raise your vibration, and it makes you feel better. So I've been kind of asking myself intuitive questions, which I talked a lot, a lot about, or at least a little bit about in the last episode. You know, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? What do I need? Um, having that kind of communication with yourself, with your body. And it's been seeing a lot of success so far. Um, you know, I've been kind of asking myself, do I need a snack? Do I need food? Whereas sometimes when I get bogged down with work, I don't even think to ask very silly, light questions like that. But they really are fundamental to maintaining good health and really feeling healthy, feeling energized. And I've been asking myself beyond that, what do I need to eat right now? Because sometimes I know I can go a whole day without eating any protein and my friends will kind of laugh at me for that because I eat like a rabbit. <laughs> I eat a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables, a lot of just like light nibbly things, um, a lot of carbs, I will admit. And sometimes I have to take a step back and say, okay, I need to eat, I don't know, some nuts, some hummus, something, um, some meat, something, beans, whatever, get some protein in my diet. So I've been trying to do that a lot more recently. And yeah, so far that's been going pretty well. And likewise, I've been taking a lot of time in my day-to-day to get into exercise. I've realized that um, I really enjoy just taking a couple minutes, you know, 20, 25 minutes in my day to exercise, get my body moving. And it really kind of gets me, for somebody who I know that I'm very much so um, a success-oriented person, a work-oriented person in my day-to-day outside of this podcast, outside of you know, my meditative practice, the things that I do to center myself, and having some time to really check in on my body and get these endorphins uh, released by exercising, by moving, by jogging, by walking, it really has a positive impact on me, and I've seen that change since I've been getting in the habit of doing exercise every day, every other day, for like I said, 20-25 minutes, so that's been a big shift for me and something that I'm really proud of. Um, The second thing seeing my body. So as I kind of joked about, I've been doing um, a lot of just kind of getting in touch with my body, um, feeling my beautiful stomach rolls, (laughs) Um, smiling at myself in the mirror when I get out of the shower, even on days where I don't quite feel like it because I've, you know, become stressed, overworked, whatever it is. I look in the mirror and I say, you know what, you're beautiful. And I smile at myself. I'll wink at myself. I'm just kind of challenge myself to see the beauty in my body on days when I don't feel like I want to. And so far that's been going pretty well. And actually I've kind of gotten in the habit of like whenever I feel beautiful to like snap a selfie or like snap a picture of myself in the mirror and remind myself I'm beautiful and to look back through those photos and see see the confidence, see the beauty in myself. And that's really been a gift. So that's kind of a fun thing to do if you want to challenge yourself to do that. Um, And then the third thing, to thank the body. This one I sometimes struggle with because I think... I get into periods or swings where it's not that I ignore my body, but I just don't take that active time 
to have dialogue with myself, with my body. So that's something I definitely have to work on more, to just stop and say thank you to my body, um, to engage in that dialogue, because it does matter to foster that relationship between, I want to say, the self, the more, you know, spiritual, um, mental, uh, emotional self with the physical body. So I definitely have to work on that a little bit more consciously, but I am getting there and I'm happy and I'm proud of myself for that. All right. So with that having been said, I think it's time to talk about today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different because in my heart of hearts, when I was reflecting on what I wanted to do for the next episode, I recognized that the current moment that we're finding ourselves in as not only a United States community, but moreover, a world community calls for something new, unique, different. Um, you know, I think in response to everything that's going on, I had to, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't bring it up, if I didn't address it, if I didn't find a way to incorporate it into this podcast. I wanted to somehow respond through this podcast in some form, some way, to the tragic murder of George Floyd at the hands of not only police brutality, but moreover systemic racism and moreover white supremacy and the rising Black Lives Matter movement, which, by the way, and I will say this, is not just a social media trend, is not just a current blip in history, is a revolution. And I see a lot of people embracing Black Lives Matter and posting and taking the minute to educate themselves in the current moment. And that's huge. That's powerful. And I'm not saying anything against that. I think that's a fantastic starting point. However, it extends beyond the current moment. What we're experiencing is a revolution. It is a step towards a better tomorrow. It is a community of people in solidarity with one another saying enough, now is the day, the dawn for justice, now is the time to advocate for people being able to live and love in peace and go about their lives without the threat of systemic racism, without the threat of their lives being harmed with no reason. I never believe that there's a reason, there's a reason to act without empathy, there's never a reason to act with such hatred, such violence, to me, it doesn't make any sense, point blank. And yet we see it, we see it every day on the news, you turn on CNN and it's horrific. Yet, as I said, we're in the midst of a revolution that I see dismantling piece by piece that systemic racism, calling attention to with the gift that is social media, with the gift that is the ability to film things, get out your phone, um, the gift it is to have access to articles, access to news sources, varied news sources coming from different perspectives, different people. Um, you know, I see, I see change. And it's not going to be over, again, going back to my point, in however many days, weeks, it's going to take for people to stop as a general community posting about it on Twitter, posting about it on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever it may be, on their Snapchat stories, you know, it's not over then, it will never be over, you know, we have to continue to work, continue to fight for change, and that's a matter of recognizing privilege, speaking up, using your voice, educating one another, sharing resources, 
um, donating to bail funds, donating to different associations and organizations associated with Black Lives Matter as a movement, um, educating one another on what is privilege, what is white privilege, you know, what does it mean to be able to turn off the news and go about your day without having to consciously think about what's happening in our world. That's something that we have to continue doing beyond just the current moment. And, you know, I see people demanding change. I see people around me recognizing that this is not just a moment. It's a movement. It's a revolution. And I see people giving beyond everything, beyond all of the challenges, the pushback, the difficulty, the police brutality, everything. I see love. I see just love. I see people acting and being motivated by empathy. And that to me is a sign of hope that a better tomorrow is coming, that this movement will see its fruition. And it's from that place of so many people giving love, radiating light and goodness to one another in the name of justice, in the name of advocacy. That's where I want to come in and I want to step in. As Eleanor Brown put very eloquently in the following quote, you cannot serve from an empty vessel. And the analogy or the metaphor that I like to use for this is, imagine a bunch of friends coming over on a hot summer's day and you set out on the table a quarter way full pitcher of water for them. Now they still all get some water, they just have something to drink, that's wonderful. But imagine the difference that's made by setting out a completely filled to the top pitcher of water. That's the difference that comes with caring for yourself, making sure that you are full and that you stand for yourself before you take that step and stand with and for others. You know, it matters, I think, to take a moment to check in with yourself and make sure that you have the energy and the strength within you so that you can radiate, likewise, that energy and strength out to the world to make a difference, to stand for justice. So I would like to offer a little moment of rest for you today so that you can do that powerful work towards a better future, towards justice, do what you were set on this earth to do, to be good, to make an impact by centering yourself first. So, with that being said, let's grab ourselves a cup of tea, take a deep breath, and dive into today's guided empowering meditation. So I'd like you to find yourself a comfortable place, whether it be a comfortable chair, lying down in your bed, lie somewhere, sit somewhere comfortable, and close your eyes. I want you to focus on your feet. Feel them release and relax the tension of standing, walking, going about your day. Just feel it relax. 
moving up through your legs. Feel your legs, any heaviness, any tightness, any pain, just slowly and gently relax. Relaxing as you breathe deeply with your eyes closed, move up towards your pelvis and the lower part of your abdomen, your stomach, rising up. Feel that all gently release and relax with the breath. Move up into your chest, your upper body, your sternum, crawling across your shoulders. Feel it all droop and become relaxed and gentle. Feel your arms slowly release any tension, any feeling of heaviness, of weight. Feel them become light and relaxed. Feel your hands radiate with warmth, become relaxed. Feel your neck and the base of your head. Feel it all release, relax. Soften if you're lying down, release into the pillow. If you're sitting, just feel it gently loosen and relax. Feel your face, the mask, your eyes, nose, mouth, feel it all become soft. Any tension you hold there, gently releasing, relaxing. And finally, feel the crown of your head. Gently let go, release, and relax. Take a deep breath with me. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in again. Breathe out. I'd like you to imagine yourself as a flame. Picture in your head a small flame maybe at a bonfire, a small match, a candle. Right now, your light might feel dim. It may feel weak, timid, tired, discouraged by the circumstances of this world, which so often turns its blind eye to love, to empathy, to justice. But your flame has not gone out, for as small as it is, it is not gone out. And you can strengthen it. Take a deep breath with me. Imagine that with every breath you take, this little flame, this small fire, this candle, this bonfire, this match, it gets progressively brighter and brighter. Gently feel the warmth of the flame run through you. And with every word that I say, you feel warmer and more relaxed as you watch this flame expand. 
Breathe in. Are strong. You have a good heart that brings strength to you and to others. Like the flame, you radiate kindness and goodness and empathy into this world. You are strong. You're able to give to others because you are so, so incredibly powerful. Breathe in that power that you have. Breathe in. Breathe out. That power, this power comes from within you. And by giving yourself this rest, this moment, you refuel recharge and expand the gifts that you have to offer. You are important. You matter. Your strength and your love make a difference, a strong, positive difference in this world every day just as you are in this moment, in this day, in all that you do consciously, unconsciously, in your heart and who you are, in every way you are enough and you are strong. Feel the warmth of the flame rush through you as this flame, this fire, this candle, this bonfire grows and expands in your strength, in your power, and your goodness. Breathe in. Breathe out. Thank you for being present. Thank you for making such a beautiful difference in the world. I see how hard you work to raise the voices of those around you, to advocate for love, for justice and for what is right, for the better tomorrow that will come by your kindness, by the kindness of all of us coming together as a collective and standing for what is right and good and loving. Breathe in, breathe out. And in this moment, this gentle, quiet moment, you are allowed to rest. You are allowed to rest so that you can wake up when you open your eyes, energized, ready to continue on radiating light, warmth, and good into this world. This world needs you, and it needs you to take this moment of rest so that you are able to shine your light and give your gifts, breathe in, Breathe out. Look at the flame and how much it has expanded, how bright it is, its radiance, its warmth, its glow. That is you. 
stepping into your power, your strength, your ability to affect change, to bring about good. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. And when you're ready, slowly and gently open your eyes and step into today to radiate that love and goodness. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this sixth episode. As always, I would love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, um, guidance for how I can go ahead and move forward with Tea Time with Tori. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day today.